0: i have no idea why i did that but hello everybody welcome back to episode five of season two of the intermission series i am one half of your co-host Corey davis your marketing advertising expert And I'm joined by the wonderful co-host, Gisina Renoso, who is the best communication and PR guru.
1: Why, thank you, my friend. It's always nice to be surrounded by outstanding marketing and PR wizards. It's always great to interact with each and every one of you and just feeding off of that uh, positive, uh, outstanding energy. Hello to the marketer pitch. Family, welcome to uh, episode five, year two of the intermission series. And Corey, I must say, out of all the introductions you have done, done that one was by far the most
0: unorthodox. <laughs> you I know what? This is seen. this is summertime. I'm excited. This has been a great summer so far, uh, and I'm excited, really, just by the intermission series. I think it's one of the reasons why I look forward to the summertime. Um, you know, not only do we have baseball, not only do we have barbecues burgers, uh, but we have the animation series where Yosin and I are unfiltered, unlimited, um, uncensored. We're giving a hot taste on the latest hot topics that are going on right now. Uh, we have a juicy one. Um, but before we get into anything in this series, I want everyone to go back to our last episode, episode 4, and listen to our Roe v. Wade episode. It was so intense. We talked about a lot of great topics. We went very in-depth into how are just our industry has been shaped by the overturning of Roe v Wade and just yes, um included in the comment section so please go so please go go and read an article she 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 wrote uh, about the decision so definitely please take a look back and listen to that previous episode in addition to our other previous episodes, so um, you know, I'm, I'm just very excited about the way the intermission series is going, and excited to get into, I think, something that's kind of uh, uh, breaking uh, over the next week.
1: Absolutely, Corey, and I just want to again uh, say that um, you know, both uh, you know, both as uh, fellow co-hosts, you know, talking about a timely, relevant issue as Roby Wade one that has fundamentally changed not only our industry but our entire society in general has definitely you know for us taken a step back visualize and figuring out you know what can we as marketing as uh, marketing and PR experts do to uh, to assist and more importantly to inform a story that uh, that basically affects lives and so if you haven't had the chance, uh, to listen to our important conversation, uh, please do so. Um, it is available exclusively on YouTube and Spotify. And don't forget, uh, during this, um, uh, three, uh, during this uh, three episode run of the intermission series market of pitch freestyle, it is available again, exclusively on YouTube and Spotify. So follow, uh, subscribe, share, comment, and don't forget our, um, uh, Previous episodes, our two respective volumes of our general podcast, Market of Pitch, is available on all major podcasting mediums. And we also want to, before we dive into our topic for today, to say hello to our marketer pitch community uh, out uh, here in the United States and abroad as well. We're so glad for you to be joining us uh, today. And so, Corey, let's not waste uh, any more time. The summer is shining so brightly. And so uh, I think uh, the topic that we got here, I think, might be, uh, you know, might definitely be an eye opener, to say the least.
0: Yes. And before we get into that, I really don't. Just a hot take. I, it's a summertime. You know, a lot of times people are traveling. A lot of times people are just at home on vacations, which means you have time to watch TV and stream things. So is there a, a TV show that you're streaming, a hot TV show that you're streaming that you want to share with the viewers or listeners? <laughs>
1: I just, uh, um, and it's so ironic that we just kind of gave the sneak peek as to what the topic we're going to be uh, particularly focusing on. But uh, I just uh, finished uh, watching, um, uh, finished uh, watching the first seven episodes of "On the Only uh, Only Murders uh, in the Building."
0: Yes, um, on Hulu. On yep.
1: Hulu. So that has become my new favorite show. I know they just released the eighth episode, so I'll be watching that tonight. Uh, and uh, and I've also just recently uh, finished uh, watching um, season, uh, season two of Bridgerton uh, and getting ready to uh, watch season four of Secession, which should be coming out in the fall. And I think uh, I just said the word Secession uh, because uh, the uh, – the streaming service that it is under, Corey, I think I'm going to hand it off to you. I think now we can pretty much say is our is our hot topic for today.
0: Yeah, for instance, those are all good shows. And the show that I'm actually very excited in watching is a show called The Rehearsal, which mm-hmm. is on HBO Max. If you haven't checked it out, I would say The Rehearsal is like um, Black Mirror meets Candid Camera. Wow. It's a I don't want to give it away, but I would say everyone just, it's probably the strangest show I've ever watched, but they're most intense, one of the best series I've ever seen in a long time. Um, And it's about people going through tough situations and uh, somebody setting up a rehearsal of exactly what could happen before that situation actually happens. Very interesting. Watch it. It's on HBO Max, um, just like Succession and getting to our latest topic where the hotline is going on right now, especially coming off the 2Q earnings, is um, everyone knows that HBO, HBO, which is owned by Warner Brothers and Discovery, plus announced a merger last year, uh, and that merger will be official in 2023. And on the heels of that, HBO Max, over the past couple of weeks, have went through a massive layoff, laying off up to 70% of their employees, and they announced that they're moving away from scripted movies and they're moving away from streaming. The big the, the big news around that was Batgirl, which um, is a huge DC Comics movie, was done. I think they spent upwards of $90 million producing. It will be shelved. HBO Max has announced that they're going to minimize redundancies. Um, and they will restructuring, restructure their brand because... They, um, they want to start offering more unscripted off, uh, television. So think of more of the 90 Day Fiances, the Property Brothers, the um, Chip and Joanna from HGTV that now populates Discovery Plus and does pretty well. HBO Max is saying, hey, we're getting out of the scripted series. We're going to kind of, I think, dilute our brand, and we're going to uh, just focus more on unscripted. Now this is going. This is causing to uh, the effect is a lot of scripted televisions right now on HBO Max, like the flight attendant, which mm-hmm. has got a lot of rave reviews from Emmys. Yeah. Um, also, the rehearsal, which I'm just saying. Speaking of, they're now in in jeopardy of being canceled as HBO moves away from this. So, Yuseinio, like, what's just your your hot t- hot button take on this? Because I think. From a communication standpoint and a marketing standpoint, this has – this rollout has been completely trash. Like David – um, and I'm forgetting – I'm going to butcher his last name, but yeah. David Z- Zaslov, who's the CEO, yep. has completely did this wrong way. So they're upsetting fans. Fans of HBO Max are very upset. People are starting to yeah. cancel subscriptions, and before they even have the chance to merge the HBO Max and Discovery Plus platforms, they're gonna—they're probably entering at a negative because the perception right now is yeah. that they're making terrible mistakes. And it's, and a lot of people are really saying that the same reasons why they cut off television uh, and cut the cord initially, yeah. this streaming world is starting to do the same thing. So, I can see a huge revolt against this. Um, but go ahead, get, jump in.
1: No, Corey, you basically touch all of the main points. I mean, as, a, you know, first and foremost, as a fan, I'm uh, as a fan of HBO Max. I am one of their most loyal um, subscribers. I could, when I heard of the news that uh, first and foremost that HBO was merging with uh, with Discovery Plus uh and as well as its recent uh moves um from you know from the scripted uh, from the scripted side across TV and movies. Um, obviously I cannot be you know I cannot be any more upset. Uh but I think uh what we're witnessing here uh is two things from a communication standpoint. The rollout and the execution of the announcement uh you know was absolutely an albatross. Uh, I, you know for some you know for um for someone who is spearheading a major announcement and um, um a major announcement of uh of a seismic shift within their uh with their marketing um and programming strategy uh to see the reaction that it has gotten from fans the way that it has gotten i think it's a pretty clear indicator of the popularity of hbo max and of course the vehement uh denial uh that warner brothers from a business standpoint is trying to um is trying to relay um i think uh First and foremost, uh, the senior executives over at Warner Brothers Discovery are by far making a huge mistake, uh, a travesty. Uh, How can you eliminate one of your biggest revenue-making machines? Uh, Obviously, HBO Max, uh, given its rich plethora of scripted content, original content is the main reason why hbo max has become one of the most prominent and popular streaming platforms today it has become so popular that it has given netflix a run for its money it has become a real legitimate contender in the streaming world and to see you know uh, HBO Max shoot itself in the foot just because it wants to sh- screw away from what it made it so popular in the first point uh, in the first place is something that it is mind boggling to me. How can they drop? You know, how can they drop the ball on this? I think also another point that we need to make out there, Corey, is the fact that they're shifting away from scripted content to unscripted content tells me that this is a typical business move from the fact that a the organ that the you know that both warner brothers and discovery are trying to save money and so they're trying to cut back costs production costs uh, and other relevant uh, avenues you know that you know that gen you know that helps them preserve the money and so when you develop original scripted uh, content that costs money and so obviously perhaps maybe this is you know warner brothers way of trying to again Preserve profits, and so, um, and, and so, if that means eliminating what has been their key clog and making money and going more for an un, for more unscripted, uh, it tells you right there that the that there's going to be a lack of originality from a storytelling perspective. I,
0: I yes, and I so I will just jumping in. I do kind of want to play devil's advocate a little bit and and give the the other side. So. What HBO is doing, particularly with the Batgirl situation, is they're they're getting out of the streaming movies uh um window streaming streaming movies world is is a signal that they are fully invested back into full theatrical releases. Yeah. So if we remember two years ago during the height of the pandemic, HBO was the first uh, big company to start saying, "Hey, we're going to start releasing movies." Online and on theaters on the same exact day. Yeah. I know a lot of these cinema uh, exhibitors revolted, say, like, this is unheard of, this is crazy. But they had initial success. There's a lot of movies that people saw, uh, wherever there's Batman or Wonder Woman 2, online at their homes versus going to theaters and seeing, seeing it. Now, HBO has a signal that they actually want to do the opposite. They want to go full-blown back into movies. They don't want people to be watching the streaming services of their latest movies because of, um, i.e. Space Jam. Same thing, Space Jam failed at the box office because, mm-hmm. according to HBO, it was because they offered it online, at streaming. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not the case. Space Jam was a terrible movie, but it's a conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're signaling they really want to have people go back to the box office because of a they make more money when people are spending $15, $16, 17 dollars mm-hmm. uh, to go to the movies versus when they're watching it streaming at home. Yeah. Uh and then two, you're like you just said, everything goes back to cost cutting. So and it's so obvious. So yeah, instead of them saying that, you know, we're cutting these call we're cutting these, these scripted shows because it's too much money, it's too much investment. Um and we're going to focus on reality shows where we can spend a third of a cost and get the same amount of, you know, same amount of revenue coming forward. I rather them just be honest with that as, instead of just saying that they're looking at making efficiencies based off of, uh, you know, performance. So, uh, I understand why they're making this, this changes, but to me, it's a transparency that's lacking. And I think it's something that their uh, CEO, um, is, is very short sighted in.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, with the the writing was pretty much on the you know on the wall from the moment they said that they were going to start cost cutting scripted series. That's and, and start putting a bigger focus on the unscripted series. That's when I knew right there that the the overall quality of the product was going to was going to take a nosedive. And you did make some very clear points on the fact, Corey, that now uh, post pandemic with the you know with the changes in the market and we're starting to see you know. Um, some sort of a renaissance over in the cinema exhibition industry, perhaps maybe movie studios such as Warner Brothers are realizing that in order for them to maximize the profits, um, and of course to get people back, uh, you know, back into, you know, into the movie theaters, this is a, you know, this is the way to do it. Um, and, and so, um, Perhaps, you know, obviously the biggest winners uh, potentially, you know, potentially out of all this are the, you know, are the movie theaters, are the cinema ex- exhibitors. Uh, but I guess also, you know, just, uh, you know, just to, uh, you know, wrap up, you know, my point as well. Uh, if you look at the statistics, uh, or the demo, uh, if you look at the statistics from a demographic standpoint, the scripted series, mostly everything that you see, like on HBO Max, has been skewed more towards male audiences. Yep. Whereas the unscripted series, like the reality shows, um, and so 90
0: Day Fiancés and the yeah. Property Brothers, correct?
1: Yeah, they're more on the female side. So I think it's kind of, you know, again, it's kind of intriguing, the fact that they're merging these two products, you know, into one to be, you know, to basically, you know, subsidize everything and to keep everything all in one in, in one division. Uh, but uh, but either way, you know, the fact of the matter is that the execution of the announcement was piss poor. Uh, the the business ramifications were understandable as to why they do it as to why they did it. But I think if you get, uh, you know, a clear measurement as to what is happening overall in the industry, are we starting to see a backlash? Are we starting to see, you know, um, streaming services obviously now increasing their prices? Uh, re- uh, also, Netflix just, uh, you know, they've, uh, you know, they both, they've over the last several months announced uh, another price hike.
0: Um, and in relation to an ad business, so Netflix will get into the advertising uh, versus versus something they said previously that they will never do
1: yep exactly and so now we're starting to see you know again uh moves that for you know for many uh you know for many general audiences there uh you know there was a reason why they were cutting the cable uh and so now we're starting to see some of these streaming services starting to adapt those uh cable you know those cable established mentalities is that going to affect you know, is that going to affect their bottom lines at the end of the day is something that, you know, that is left to be seen.
0: Yes. And I'll drop up on my point. I would say just on the backs of the Netflix thing um, HBO max slash discovery plus, they will be building a massive ad business. So mm-hmm. you, trust me, you're going to start seeing um, different tiers where with commercials included and and pricing and, and, don't think that another reason why they're getting rid of some of this premium unscripted content is because of a lot of these a lot of the content doesn't really translation well to having ad ad breaks in the middle of them. But also is some of these big producers or some of these big um um actors uh, don't necessarily want to be in an environment where there's kind of TV, like where it's uh, you know, a yeah. 10 minutes of content commercial, 10 minutes of content commercial. And I definitely feel like, um, uh, and I, I don't feel like I know a, a year from now, mark my words, everyone comes back to intermission series number three next summer. When I say <laughs> that, um, uh, their HBO Max will have a huge um advertising business which which should help subsidize some of their revenue it's gonna grow them. And I do think possibility, even though the, the rollout is pissed poor, if there's not a huge revolt, they do have a possibility of making strides and going um and going um higher than what Disney Plus has done.
1: Yeah. If they somehow uh somehow, some way be able to uh, maintain their core uh, scripted content creativity, then uh, fans are going to be able to swallow the bullet and, and be able to stay with them uh, long term. Again it comes down to the quality of the content that they're putting out there that keeps audiences tuning in every you know every day, weekly whatever it is uh, and as well as the financial aspects, uh, you know Warner Brothers and Discovery subsidizing all of their uh, financial avenues to maximize profit. Um, And that's what it comes, you know, and that's what it's going to come down to in terms of uh, in terms of pricing, as we've seen throughout streaming services with the rise and the solidification of, of advertisement across their platforms and obviously pricing tiers. Uh, that is also something that audience, mem- you know, general audiences are very much going to keep an eye on as they ultimately decide as to whether or not they want to keep uh, the, uh, you know, their streaming services on their respective uh,
0: platforms. Yes. So with that, that brings us to the end of episode five of the animation series. Uh, I hope that you guys all enjoy this conversation, but if you have any thoughts, any, any feedback or, just want to rebut anything that we've said. Please reach out to us. Uh, it's marketer pitch on all social medias. Please send us an email at marketerpitch@gmail.com. Um, you know we're just excited to continue the series and just continue, excited to continue the conversation, whether it's on YouTube, Twitter, um, Instagram. So definitely continue to engage with us. And Yasinia, any final words before we wrap up?
1: Uh, Well, I just want to say thank you to the entire Marketer Pitch family for tuning in to episode five, another uh, important interactive conversation. We definitely want to hear from you. So please uh, reach out across our respective uh, mediums, Uh, follow and subscribe uh, the Intermission Series exclusively on YouTube and Spotify. And very much looking forward to uh, seeing you all again in two weeks time for the Intermission Series finale, uh, episode six. And we have, uh, and we also have some major announcements to make uh, regarding the general podcast marketer pitch. So don't miss it. This is one that is certainly going to make our entire marketer pitch family very, very happy.
0: I'm so excited. And uh, yeah, it should be very big news. And um, look for more information online. Um, But other than that, I just wanted to tell everyone just, Thank you again for listening thank you for your continued support and partnerships with us and continuing this journey with us and everyone please continue to have a safe blessed and enjoy a summer and I look forward to speaking with you on the next episode
1: till then everyone thank you so much
0: bye